welcome in everybody to another episode of Empty Your Q. Uh, my name is Dustin Brewer, and joining me is Cameron Heffernan, as always. Yo, yo. And today we are pretty starved for sports. Uh, the NFL draft just happened over the weekend. Starving for sports. And so we decided that we would take a trip down to uh, deep, deep in the heart of Texas. And visit the Friday Night Tykes. And would watch Friday Night Tykes. Now the show... Well, you, you've actually been... I've been on this corner. I'm dipping my toe in the shallow end. I've of been Friday on this Night corner Tikes. for a while. I got in deep. And you have been. I didn't want to watch it because I do have serious issues with this whole thing. But for people who aren't familiar with Friday Night Tikes, what is Friday Night Tikes, Justin? So Friday Night Tikes is a show that ran on the old Esquire network. For it's a reality show, right? It's a reality show. And it follows various teams, um, to various football teams and peewee football organizations in texas in texas yes and it's about these coaches and these parents that like are so football is life football is everything yes that they're running these kids into the ground like these kids are like there's kids getting concussions in practice there's kids throwing up every practice there's these children are being run roughshod the way that football players were professional football players were in the uh, 70s. Like, yeah, like the 70s and 80s. <laughs> and like, the 70s and 80s, yeah. And if a parent tries to bring up a concern, the coach is like, no, builds character. Like, they're on the same training and imitation regiment that Mean Joe Green and Dick Buckus were on. Because, like, that's what the coaches think is football. Like, yeah. Coaches are like, no, it's hard to hit smash mouth football. Stuck in an archaic way of thinking. They have like open. They have their practice, like full contact practice practices. Pads and helmets. These go kids full are getting force. hurt in the practices. They're slamming their heads against each other. And when did this show start? It started, I want to say, like mid mid twenty tens. So it's like right before the concussion stuff comes out. I think the concussion stuff comes out as the show, either the first or second season. Okay, is so going the CTE on. stiff really hit. So it started in twenty fourteen. Yeah. Because the CTE, oh, whoa, <laughs> it started in 2014. 2014. Holy shit, okay. So, all right, that's bad. Because CTE stuff really starts after Chris Benoit. Like, that's where we first start to hear instances of that, and it really becomes prevalent that consistent brain trauma and damage leads to bad things yeah, for it's yourself not, it's not uh, a good it took till about 2008 2009 for people to figure that out but i guess and then you have smashing things like, your head against stuff a whole bunch makes you angry or dumb or even with a helmet breaks like, down your brain you know it just yeah just damages and ages your brain yeah irreparably <laughs> yes yep yep and so this, and these this, are children. Yeah, the show is just, <laughs> and the the coaches are always like, "Well, we're teaching them, we're teaching them to be men. Yeah, we don't want any any sissies around here. None of this woman behavior. Yeah, that's a yeah. female trait. It's a female trait. It's yeah, like they scream it like a thousand times, and they're just all trying to batter home the point of like, be a man, tough it out. And it's like everything that you would not say to a kid now. It's everything you're not supposed to just do to a child, like. That's yeah. the fucked up thing. Okay, I'm o- I'm not okay with it, but I understand high school football is tough, and you do have to toughen them up. And if these kids are going from high school to college to the pros, um, they have to have some element of toughness. You know this right? 
uh, shit like that. But they act like every single kid in every single Pee Wee League is going to make <sighs> the NFL. Yeah. And, and like some of these kids, it's clear that they just want to like play a game and have fun with some friends. Yeah, it's absolutely. Like, it's not their life. Like one momager, her kid is like throwing up trying to run a mile. Yeah, and they they're like, this tough kid, it out. Yeah. Come on. Come and on, there's, Colby. Oh, there's this one kid. He opens up the first episode. Uh, he's like Big J or, mm-hmm. or oh, I forget his name. He plays for the Colts. Okay. Yeah, it's been a little while since, yeah. I've, since I saw I'm on season four now. Okay. He plays for the Colts. He's like the first kid you're introduced to. And the coach decides to sit him from a game because he went to visit. It's not the one that the grandma passes away. Right. But he went to visit. He takes time out from a month or so. In the summer. In the summer to visit his grandmother. And I used to do this growing up. It was some of the best times of my life. It's, yeah, definitely. You go stay with most, grandma for a week or exactly. two. And it wasn't even like a month. Yeah, it was like a week or two. Yeah, and, and he is then sat by the coach. And the coach has the audacity to give an interview where he's like, I get it. It's family, but I'm family too. And you need to understand that you, when you're a part of this family, you need to be here. And it's like this, like it, you can't do that. Like, that's not what this is about. Like not only that, but this kid looks like he's probably one of the better kids on the team. I don't know. It's just, a, it's shit like that. That just is really disturbing. And it's like all these like coaches that think they're Bill Belichick. And yeah. Like, and they don't belong near children. Like they just don't belong near children. So the reason what got me so invested in the show and what I knew you were going to hate about it, specifically this first season is there's a coach on one of these teams that like this, this coaching peewee football is basically his entire life. Yeah. Coaches, the junior Broncos. Yeah. Coach Charles. And this dude just rides or dies with this team to the point that, like, his entire life as the show goes on, as the season goes on, just unravels completely. (laughs) And at every turn when, like, they're like, hey, man, take a break. Like, hey, man, clear your head. Hey, man. He's like, no, this is my life. This is my team. He's the one that's out there, like, bounty gating kids, right? That's, yeah. Like, the first episode, he's like, hey, 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 come here. Come over here. Look, we're on defense to start, okay? And before they blow the whistle, before they do anything, I want you to jump off sides and just crush, just crush the other team's center and put him in the ground. And we'll get a penalty and we're going to pretend to be mad at you because you got a penalty. We're going to ask what you're doing. But when the game's done and everything's done, we're going to tell you good job because that's what we want. We want you to kill this kid. And this kid does it. And he does it. He lays this kid out. Head first, helmet first. Yeah. And like the the coach is like, oh come on, yeah, that's what we talk about. And like it's just like abhorrent stuff like that. That like I was like, I don't know. Like, there's literally like a graphic advisory warning before the show starts. That like some of this might be hard to watch. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's like that much harder because like this is kids. This is little kids. Yeah, that's the biggest problem I have with it, and what I don't like about the culture behind this is that it is child abuse to me, and I. I personally not to get on this this soapbox, but like these people don't like they shouldn't have children. Like it's yeah, it's like another world. It's yeah, like a whole other world out like down there. Like they're driving these kids like they're a product and like they're something they own. And it makes me wonder like how much the job pays and how much like how much money they make from winning these games and these leagues because i can't imagine it's a whole lot like, i just some coaches but i mean they probably like 
a lot of the coaches, like in later episodes and later seasons, you'll see have other jobs. Yeah, a lot of them do other stuff on the side, like in the off season or everything. Like, well, depending on if it's a part of a league, um, they probably get paid by that league. Yeah, I think most coach. of them are Tifa, which is like Texas Youth Football. Oh, like, okay. A, I don't know association. Yeah, so probably association. probably association. I don't so know they why probably I pay them like a little bit, um, but they probably get stuff from boosters. Maybe, yeah. That's Some true. of them maybe the, get all the parents stuff from, and all the yeah. yeah, like kids. You know, we got you know they have their little pizza parties and shit for money and everything. And who knows where money is going or how it's hey, that goes to the equipment, right? There's probably yeah, right. There's probably <laughs> a big dark like underbelly money wise. Texas entire, sports. Yeah. Oh yeah. god, yeah, absolutely. Like I don't even. I'm not comfortable talking about it right now. <laughs> right. Well, let's get to something else. Yeah. I, no. You know. I was going to say, too, Get I always killed by some Texas oil baron that I'm trying to take away his football. You know, I always knew that, like the story of Texas football, like the Friday Night Lights and everything with like high school football. Yeah, I kind of figured like, OK, they take it super serious, but I would have never predicted all of this. Like, watch. No, show. yeah. But it's also like why you read those stories of kids dropping dead on the field is because people treat it this way. And that's like it's a preventable thing that if you didn't treat it so seriously, like it's like you can keep that stuff from happening because it doesn't happen on like the D one collegiate level as much as it does in almost these types yearly. Of and like, yeah, yeah these and middle, like high of Ameri- middle America high schools, things like that, where these glory boys are like pushing kids too hard because they were pushed that hard and they never, it's like a, just a vicious circle. So they think that these kids aren't going to succeed if they're not pushed that hard because they were pushed that hard and didn't, didn't succeed. succeed. And it's like, it, it doesn't make any sense. And all you're doing is just hurting kids and it it's disturbing. And it makes me dislike sports. Like I am already, uh, I love sports. I really, I was a <laughs> sports writer for X amount of years, but at the, at the core of it, I think sports are pretty brutal, like mm-hmm. just in general. There are some that aren't. Football to me uh, is really brutal. Soccer, I think, is in between. I think the fans are worse than the actual like sport. More violent. If you, than the yeah, that, sport. That's, yeah, that's 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 the unfortunate thing with soccer. Um, the end. Hockey is all right. Um, yeah, there's no basketball. violence in hockey, right? There's no. Well, no, I mean, like in just in. There's a drive to it. But there's not a uh, there's always been a respectability to the violence of hockey. I get it, the fighting and everything, but and the but I don't know it. It's like a gentleman's settlement, if you will, of when things boil over. But like at football, it just seems like violent, un controlled violence sometimes. yeah they just hype these kids up to go out and just go, like murder the other <laughs> yeah team. and it's i don't know like they're like go get them like they just train them and rile them up to the point where they just then turn them loose and, yeah like, like if you're playing look a safety sits out there and doesn't really like run into or is con- some not someone's not wa- going up to a safety constantly touching them and holding them the way like a winger and a defender when you come into the zone is like that. You have to deal with this irritant, this constant irritant. The safety just throws himself at a wide receiver that's coming down without regard and is trying to just hurt him. The fighting in hockey is a boiling over of someone who's just in like – like a gnat, an irritant, needling you, know? you for this whole exactly, yeah. and it's something that's a part that kind of boils over that it happens, and then it doesn't kind of go beyond that, and usually it ends pretty respectfully and like, oh, okay, 
you know, we're we're good now and everything. You don't see it's like that competitive and now, fire. Now, honestly, in the dude, watch wa- hockey over the last ten years. That stuff's gone. Like that is gone, and it was gone before. Like they cared more about head injuries and things like that in the NHL way before the NFL started to try and pretend to give a crap about it because you had dudes like Sidney Crosby who concussion like, after concussion yeah after and concussion. they had to be who really careful was like the face of the entire league exactly could have been the, the cash cow yeah, the he was he's still the cash cow I mean he's probably the he's the best hockey player of not my lifetime but of people <laughs> of, <laughs> I of watched I literally got to watch Gretzky right so it's like you know I can't really I don't want to go too far <laughs> into hockey talk but you wouldn't say Ovechkin over Crosby uh no no Sidney Crosby has three uh four Stanley Cups he's been the man since he got in Pittsburgh um every time the last Ovechkin beat him once effectively in their most down year the Penguins the Penguins are looking I think pretty fucking good this year again yeah they've been dominant throughout hockey for the last almost Almost twenty years. I, think. I was gonna say, if people were more in tune with hockey, if hockey was a bigger thing, like that'd yes. be a huge. That's a dynasty up there with like yeah, the Penguins, Patriots, absolutely, absolutely. or like one hundred percent. I think people when they think hockey dynasty, they think Red Wings. Yeah, but they haven't been a dynasty since. I, I mean, five. even the Penguins win. <laughs> the Penguins win two in the nineties, and then the aughts they've won four at least. The I think the Red Wings' for, last yeah. championship was two thousand two. Yeah, it was 12. Yeah. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah, you were 12. Yeah, I was 12. Yeah, I think it was 2000. I forget if they won one after 2002. I think they may have won one in like 08 or 09. But this is just sport, sports star of hockey talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is definitely sports star. But it's no, it's me just ranting about like the violence in football and where it's just disgusting to watch with kids like this. And I like it, it seems like a good show to would like it, expose like, this. If this was a different sport, would you like. Would you be as interested and would you... I think if it... No, no. I have a big problem with like youth sports and the intensity behind it. If this was like Saturday Night Ice and it was a youth hockey team. I'd still be pretty upset. And they're like, skate, man, skate, eh? Eh, Yeah. eh, eh, (laughs) Come on. Yeah. eh? No, but I I, I would still be pissed off because it's... It's the intensity behind youth sports that I don't like because it's like you can be in you can be serious about it mm-hmm. and you can have fun, but it's there's no use in being like an just a a dickhead who's in overdrive all the I time. I think too that this show kind of I wonder how it's long like that Michael Jordan Kobe Bryant culture that like <laughs> it's cool to be that way kind of but it's really not in practice right it's like, cool to have that competitive an unrelenting fire. dickhead is an unrelenting dickhead no matter what like right win or lose yeah <laughs> it's like i wouldn't want someone just bearing down on me and telling me i suck because i'm not as good as them all the time and that's just kind of what that creates with that kind of attitude and these coaches are essentially like yelling at 9 10 11 year old kids that they're not good enough and they need put, to dig yeah. deeper. It's like they're fucking children. Like they haven't even developed as a human being yet. There's no deeper. Yeah, there's there's a limit. Yeah, this there's is a it. fucking limit. <laughs> like it just doesn't make sense to be this intense with children. And some of them, I'm like, fuck, I just want to slap you in the face. There's one. I don't think you've gotten to this episode yet, but I think it's first season where they make this kid run laps. Yeah. No. 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 I saw that. Yeah. 
They make him run laps the whole practice. Yeah, and he's like throwing up and like and they're about like, to die. They're like, "Hey, do you want to come back and do?" And it might have even been the kid that went and saw his his grandma. No, no, no. It's a, he's like the coach's son or something. Because there's forget. someone yeah. that they're like, he wasn't here, and they're like, "Hey, you think you can play now? You think you're ready?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm ready." And they're like, well, "Keep running." And they yeah. literally like laugh about making him run the whole practice. Yeah, and he's like. A heavier set, bigger kid. So like, he's, okay, yeah, I think it he's is that exhausted. Is that I think that's up. the Colts, maybe. I think it's the Colts. I think yeah. it might be that first episode. So and like, and they just make him run, and then they laugh about it. They're like, oh man, this yeah, guy thought he was gonna play. Oh, come on. And then, but they just they yell at these kids like they're their own kids, and like they actually did something that's gonna. I don't know. That's and they keep talking about integrity. That's what also yeah. pisses me <laughs> off. Is these pieces of shit just talk about how we're instilling integrity, and it's like these builds men, character, builds these so-called men have no character integrity whatsoever, and that's the great irony of the show. Like they do a really good job. I, it's kind of like Tiger King, and I like that about these things where it's these people talking into cameras, giving you the information and yes they edit it obviously because you can't have the eight hours that they ran a fucking would film you, would you have watched it what if instead of like a oh series? if documentaries weren't edited and they just showed you <laughs> all the footage that just, they yeah. got hell yeah i would watch the tiger the, king was like eight, 400 hours yeah man definitely well i think most of that footage supposedly burned uh, so or like whatever. It was like, here's the entire Friday Night Tikes Junior Broncos training camp. Yeah, you just get to watch the whole thing. Now, that, like that, obviously that's too much. But that, but that editing is what allows people to like be able to backtrack and be like, they just didn't capture me. Like that's a different person, and it's like, fuck you. Yeah, I swear to that like, kid. But like, yeah, not, he knows how I meant it. Yeah, and it's like that's the one thing about that one dude is a piece of shit and is bounty gating essentially out there. Is you say he goes on to be let go. And he, yeah, the they team. do like a they do a follow up episode after because I guess it was such a controversial thing when it ran. Yeah, and they like I interview imagine. all the coaches, and they're like, "How do you, like how do you feel like people see that?" And he's like, "That's not who I am." That's yeah, not. and they're <laughs> right? like, "That's what, that's what I'm saying." It's like everything. Like, is Are like, you sure? Because like. <laughs> You're screaming at these kids and you tell them, go do this. It's like, that's just not the real me. They didn't show the real me. And it's he's like, like, yeah, I regret that, you know, that that happened. And and then he gets suspended because of all of that. Like, so he's gone. By season two, he's gone. Yeah. And it's like, all right, at least someone had some accountability held. Yeah. But everyone else is just like, I guess I got to stop swearing less. And the question is also, is like, are they just not stupid enough to go that far on camera like do they still do that stuff but they're just making sure that they're doing it now they've just learned uh, yeah you know just do it when you're not mic'd up yeah do it when the cameras aren't rolling yeah do it when, yeah well it's the cool thing too is this show it is different teams every every season yeah but a lot of them is like the same organization if that makes sense like it's different kids but like the same coaches yeah and you kind of see like I don't want to say some of them like soften up as it goes on, but like I can tell well, they, the show I, probably really like they're probably like, look, dude, you got to stop with this. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it becomes problematic at a point like I'm talking. It's basically child abuse and no one because you don't. OK, now you have the, the the camera everywhere and people are able to see what goes on. But this shit was has been going on forever. Like this type of machismo bullshit that pushes kids over the limit and hurts them physically and mentally and just turns them into violence robots with, you know, like, cause I mean, look there, there's a lot of people out there who come out of these leagues who go through this process 
and don't know what to do afterwards. And thankfully there's more player programs. The players associations are getting a lot better, but that's recently like think like the NFL has been around for a hundred years. Yeah. Like, and they're just now doing a bit more to take care of this machine that's been churning out these dudes for years and years. And in the last five years is when they've really gotten shit together. And even not then, like the players association is still fighting and fighting for, for basic, basic things. Rights. Yeah. For Insurance longer than five years. Yeah, so exactly. Like and and it's like, this is where that shit starts. These kids are just indoctrinated to this way of life because their parents essentially didn't make it. So the now parents they, and the coaches, it's like now they're just, Oh, well I'm going to jump on your back, ride your coattails because you actually have, you're the ticket now, some semblance of talent. You're the golden you. ticket now. Yeah, and these kids are effectively just bred for this. And They're like, all right, I don't know any better. It's it's rough, and I don't like watching it because it's just accepted, and we're like, well, sports. We need yeah. sports because really it brings like, community together, and it's like, does really it? Like, I can't watch this. <laughs> like, I was like, like, does sports bring community together? Like, we pay exuberant taxes on stadiums that some of us don't even go to that we still have to pay extraordinary amounts on on tickets and that's just in california i know there's places that you know in the midwest you can still get a decent price ticket for a, a, a game or something but it's still it's just this weird cycle that we've given into and been okay it's with just inevitable yeah that just exploits us for cash for some semblance of community that isn't really there because look we trade these players we get rid of them and incites rage and it's and, a business and, and like, hatred in us when they yeah. leave and it, yeah and it, it's just this whole oh it's just a business like that's how we're supposed to think of it as a business but it's like no you're supposed to be our friends and this is supposed to be our community and we're supposed built to from the beginning yeah yeah we're supposed to root for you and you're supposed to be like hanging out at the local store and and we fuck that up as much as as they have as fans as we've you know a guy well, can't go well, to the fans are so fickle yeah but and but that's also created by that trade market and that free agent right. market and things like that um, but it, we also have such this outrage too that like the poor guy can't go get groceries because someone will curse him out for missing a jump shot or missing a right. Ball How'd catch. you drop that? How'd yeah, you... exactly. And that's the fun. Like there should be a balance. And it becomes there. memes like too when people like Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, like, it's that meme where it's like yeah. unlike Aguilar. I yeah, actually can catch. and like all of this shit starts as when <laughs> these kids are they're kids. They're like seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, <laughs> and they're yeah. just being ground down like a piece of meat. Like they don't matter. They don't. And even in that first episode, they say this is his time where he gets to be a kid. About him going to football. his grandma's. Oh yeah, going to his about grandma, going yeah. to his grandma's. This is his only time. His parents say this. This is his only time for him to be a kid. They realize what they're doing. They see what they're doing and how they've dehumanized their own child into they, a football uh, machine. Like they, uh, yeah, exactly for a fucking piece of shit sport. Like football that myself included buy into every goddamn fall. <laughs> a fucking hard on for the draft, you know, like uh, <laughs> it's wrong, but you still just you fall in line. But it's sports. But yeah, Friday Night Tykes. So, yeah. So if you watch the draft, <laughs> if you want to see a little bit of a darker side of the football machine. Yeah. Um, it is on Netflix all four seasons. All four seasons. It's absolutely out of control. Yeah. Be warned that it is not they do not pull on just showing you kids get hurt. So uh, it it will be distressing. It is, yeah. 
Like but you like, see little kids fucked up, throwing up on the ground with stingers, like shaking, yeah, and like they're holding their heads, like oh god, you know. Yeah, they're like, oh my head. It's hurts like oh and, whatever, it's for the game. Come on, stand up, shake it off. Do it for the game. These yeah. are warriors. They go, what one war? Of them, one of them gets what hit. What fucking war are they in? Why are they warriors? They're in the war against the junior Broncos and the junior <laughs> Rockets. Hey, those Pee Wee Colts over there want to kill you. Yeah. Fucking children, man. So, yeah. So, let us know what you think about about sports in general or what you're doing to, oh, to kind yeah. of fill the time in yeah. between on sports. Sorry. I got no. a little soapbox here. It, it's okay. Tell us, you know, tell me to shut up. I'm stupid. This is, this is a show that brings emotions out of people. I from, think from what uh, I found because I was really disgusted. And then I started looking into it online and I came to find that there were millions of people that were disgusted. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I like, yeah. I was like, Cameron, you got to watch this. This shit's wild. And sadly, I got on an even deeper rant about other shit. It really got to Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Cause I like, I don't know when you, you see how the sausage is made. It's just rough. Cause I used to cover this. Like I used to cover high school football. I used to go out Specifically, and like, yeah. like talk to parents, talk to students, all the coaches. I all used the to talk to these kids and stuff. And it was rough sometimes where you were like, I don't know like these kids sometimes the interviews were so hard because they didn't really have a like way to talk to someone didn't know because their say, life didn't... is football like, right and, and they they still hadn't developed that social skill really because if it's not just amongst their teammates they don't know how to present it in the realm to, of football yeah. it just doesn't work because I wasn't just there to like I don't know I would try to like be cool with the kid like I, it's a you know high school kid i'm gonna be like hey man you did a really good job at this play like what was kind of going through your mind at the time you had a 30 yard out route for a touchdown like was that designed did you have to alter anything like that you know and stuff and these kids would just be like oh maybe the questions sometimes are a little more complicated than they needed to be but it, it hey, was that's just what made you an ace reporter yeah and just how sometimes people like the parents were untrustworthy of me because of like what I'm going to have their kids say. Right. And it, and it, it, I would never cut out anything. Like I would just like, I'd give the quote cause I was integrity. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's just rough watching this where these kids can have a chance and an opportunity. Cause some of them do go to good, good schools and it wasn't like these families they're showing are like in poverty. No, not at like, all. Like that's, that's the thing. I was like, it's not, it's not the kids that like are actually having to kind of come up through really shitty systems and are truly talented because they're shining in a system that isn't like curtailed to like a, a program just happens to have a there's a little bit of that as it goes deeper. It kind of okay. touches on a couple kids that are coming where it's like football is kind of all they have or they live yeah. in a dangerous neighborhood. Yeah. Like, like it definitely a lot of them too. It that's the double edged sword here where it's, it does touch on um like single parent homes. Yeah. And like these coaches as being like actual like role models and per, like yeah. father figures to, for lack of a better phrase. Exactly. And like, they'll be the coach like that in practice and then they'll like go play basketball with them after or they'll get lunch or they'll come over and hang out. And, it's like, and that's the double edged sword here where exactly. so like, I have to feel bad for what I say because there is, a part of it that helps community and stuff. And I realize that I really do. But at the same time, there's this greater majority that's just been ground down. And as I said, dehumanized. That's yeah. That's why I think <laughs> it's such an interesting watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's on Netflix, all four seasons. Check it out. If you're missing sports like us, if you, uh, yeah. if you want to see <laughs> it something, it doesn't sound like Cameron's missing sports. If you want to see uh, <laughs> a different perspective and a little bit more insight into I something, said, you that, know what though? I am not, I really am. Like, I don't, I could care less if the leagues come back or anything. 
I know that comes as a shock to you, but that, that's a discussion for another time. Yeah, no, I really like. I'm I'm fine with it. Like, but these are also kind of some vindictive personal things too, where it's like I didn't want to see the Lakers win the NBA title, so I'm fine if the NBA doesn't come back. Fuck that. You know, don't come back for two years. Let LeBron hit forty. <laughs> You or can, uh, 38 whatever you can follow us on twitter and instagram <laughs> at heiferbrew you can send us an email at the movie mailbag this at became gmail. a pretty different de- decent sports podcast <laughs> the movie mailbag at gmail.com and uh, let us know what you're watching so thank you guys for joining i uh, think the flyers had a chance at the stanley cup this year though that did disappoint me and we will be back soon no it disappoints me really quick okay you got me you baited me into this the red Sox, with their cheating asses are gonna Whoa. get the lightest slap on the wrist no 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 he's suspended no, no. for a year that's sad. no there's no, a year, no no there's not no, even no. gonna be a season first off there was no proof of any cheating with the Red Sox. Except for all of the proof of cheating and the people that were suspended as a result of it. No, all it was, Cora's suspension was a result of his actions with the Astros. The Astros. He's already been fired. No one on the team from the Red Sox has been suspended for anything. It was only Cora. And then there's, uh, oh, the replay manager. And they're not allowed to do something with the replay. I forget what the exact things are. It's the replay manager, but the replay thing, what the Sox were busted for or whatever it is that's coming up for the Sox, I know is something that most of the fucking teams in the league do. So that makes it okay. Yeah. Cheating's always fine. No, it wasn't really cheating. Everybody's doing it. Look, I'm sorry. You went to the World Series almost, what, three times in a row? Twice. Twice. Two times in a row. Lost it twice. Lost it twice. To teams that both just so happened to suddenly be busted. No, they got beat four to one pretty hard by the Red Sox. It's yeah, it's easy to beat them when you know. And the one game went nineteen innings that the Dodgers won. One to nothing, I think it was. It was a good game. It was a legendary. It was a good game, but no, that the Red Sox were going to beat them no matter what. Friday night takes, guys. Thank you for listening. We will be back. Suck it, they didn't cheat.